What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Mind Hiking Podcast. Welcome back. We got a special episode number 69 for you. Oh, yeah, Katie's in the background. Her, her mic's shut off because I figured she'd do something like that. <laughs> <laughs> she absolutely insisted on this number for whatever reason, and uh, we're bringing you a good one. It's actually a good episode, I promise. <laughs> so, rock on, enjoy, and stay, stay tuned. tuned. Hello and welcome everyone. I'm your host Brody Fry and here we dive deep into difficult questions. We'll map out thoughts, theories, and crazy ideas for the love of knowledge and growth. So, how do we answer some of the mind's toughest questions? This is the Mind Hiking Podcast. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to episode number 69 of the Mind Hiking Podcast, <laughs> which you so sternly insisted that you had to be. Yeah. <laughs> so, here you are, episode 69. Katie France, welcome back. <laughs> Hi. Hi. <laughs> You're so cute. Uh-uh. Uh-huh. I love your laugh. Mm-mm. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, why'd you have to be episode 69? Okay. Because <laughs> I'm your partner. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and I said I was going to be as a joke, so then yeah. since I said I was going to be, I feel like I have to be. Yeah, you're right. Keeping my word. Okay, so what are we talking about then? Stop it. I asked you if you had a topic. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, my goodness. We don't have a topic, but we got a lot going on, and um, both of our lives, we got a lot going on, and it's it's just like... You know, we talk about like being in the present moment and like enjoying the here and now, enjoying life and like enjoying, you know, it's been a long time, like a long time of struggles. I mean, we've both been going through a lot and mm-hmm. um, it's nice to finally be like looking ahead and looking forward to something. It's not, it's not a bad thing to be looking forward to something. It's, it's good to be in the moment and thinking about the here and now and staying present and, you know, being happy and sitting here, like in the present moment. Yeah. And, but there's definitely something to be said. It's, you know, (laughs) I'll I'll tell you one thing. It's a lot easier to enjoy the present moment when, you're looking forward to something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a lot easier to to enjoy the here and now when when you got good things ahead of you. <laughs> yeah. Because it's it's tough. You, you know, everybody can sit there and say whatever they want, but you know, if you are going through a lot of struggle, or you got a lot going on, or you're you're anxious because you got some difficult times coming that you know of. It's tough to sit here in the, in the unknown, in the unknown or the present moment and, and enjoy it. But it's much easier to enjoy the present moment when, Mm. when you're, when you got good things ahead of you. Yeah. Or at least you think you do. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but, uh, yeah. So Katie, 
you got a bunch of good things going for you. Well, first of all, you passed a bunch of good things, but also got a bunch of good things coming up. So first of all, Las Vegas, you want to tell me about your trip? Well, actually, I was going to say something about what you were saying regarding when I went to Vegas. So um, I'm going to like kind of, I feel like it relates to what you're talking about, but I feel like it kind of changes it a little bit. But I just want to say, I feel like when you, you know, it's so nice to be in the present and it's easier to be in the present when you're looking forward to something. Um, But I also feel like being able to be in the present is also just being able to be like have like a so what attitude like not even forcing yourself to be positive like not even positivity because I feel like the concept of telling yourself I have to be positive adds even more pressure and makes you feel worse sometimes in certain situations but I feel like instead you need to have a so what mentality and by that I mean you know so what you got a bill in that you can't pay today so what you got rear-ended and it threw all your plans to whack things happen for a reason so what someone's actually by the way yeah someone (laughs) actually said this to me where they were like um someone i was talking to they we were talking about this kind of mindset and she was like yeah it's kind of like so what my starbucks order got ruined and like they had to remake it and then i ended up running two minutes late to work she's like because i always tell myself well maybe that happened to prevent me from getting in a car accident or prevent me from right hitting something or being somewhere that i didn't need to be or i would have been in danger you never never know know. yeah everything happens for a reason and having a so what mentality of you know just just having that kind of mentality and the vegas trip was very eye-opening um as someone who has only ever flown once with a literal like huge group of six, seven people going to like a corporate event, that's the only time I've ever flown. My mom was afraid of flying. So my parents were always the road trip parents and like had the big van with the sliding doors and me and my brother would lay in the back seat and sleep and eat snacks. And then if for some reason, wasn't common, but if some reason my dad got pulled over, then he'd be like, okay, wake up, but buckle yourself in your chair. <laughs> like, you oh know, stuff goodness. like that. Yeah. Oh, we had to definitely stay buckled. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. No, I mean, if I was sprawled out and I wanted to sleep and it was already, we were going on like 14 hours on the drive, they would let me have a blanket and sleep in the back. Oh, Um, no, For those reasons. Yeah, yeah, they did. They were super relaxed about that because I feel like my dad was a responsible driver. He wasn't trying to like, he wasn't going yeah. 20 or over or anything like that like he was a very safe driver so you could be the safest driver in the world but it's i know i know anyways that's just what they did that was my childhood so um i know (laughs) um but that's just something fun that i can look back and think about when i was a kid being sprawled out eating pringles with Mm -hmm. a blanket wrapped around me like you know probably playing my uh not my ds my um what was it the Nintendo Your Game Boy. Game Boy. That's oh. what I was thinking Is of. That what it was? Playing my oh, Game Boy. Nice. Yeah, in the back seat. Um, while my brother was in the one in front of me. But yeah. So anyway, so my parents were like road trip parents. Are you gonna say yeah, something? No, keep going. I'm gonna adjust something. Oh, okay. Go ahead. <laughs> keep talking? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um Am I too close? No, my mic's low. Oh, oh okay. Sorry. Um 
Okay, I'll keep talking. So, um, so Hello, anyways. testing. Sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> my mic was turned on for some reason. Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. I, I noticed that in my last podcast ep- episode, actually. Actually, my oh, last really? two, I think Brandon's episode and then with Steph's episode, my volume was lower and I'm like, what? And I kept forgetting to check Oh, really? It. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's weird. I don't know if anybody else picked Dang. up on that, but. Yep. Yeah, I didn't catch on to that. Now we're good. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so then uh, basically I, I grew up road tripping my whole life. And when you get to, I feel like personally me, something I've struggled with is once I moved out of my parents' house, feeding into the news and feeding into everything that's going on in the world. And I am a very, like, I will not walk around on my phone and, you know, and, like, an not pay attention. I'm alert and aware. Like, I know there's so much happening in the world, but literally, those of you who don't know, um, Anita, who I work with her, she's a business partner and she's my best friend, but she has been trying to get me to come to Vegas to see her new place. And I ended up being in Vegas uh, to do hair and makeup for BravoCon because she gave me the opportunity um, because she ended up having to get an amazing opportunity also somewhere elsewhere. So she recommended me and I'm so grateful for it. And she opened her home to me. Um, But one thing I really had to get over was flying completely by myself. Mm -hmm. You Um, want to backtrack and just talk about what you actually did? Because that's a big deal. Oh, well, okay. You just like skimmed right over that like it was nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so I ended up doing hair and makeup for some uh, people who attended BravoCon, but not like attended as in like they were just, they bought tickets and they were going. What um, is BravoCon? BravoCon is a Bravo TV um the station so like all of like the real housewives mm-hmm. i know what blew up was like vanderpump another reality tv mm-hmm. show um so they that's basically what that is bravo con is just all of the real housewives all the people from the reality tv they go on stands they talk to people the funny thing is it was when i was talking to everyone they were like oh yeah they're from chicago and they're from chicago like people who attended oh really? because it like just attracts midwest moms that all were in <laughs> yeah, vegas everybody all midwest moms aspire to be real housewives i guess i guess i don't know <laughs> yeah and then i was talking to i they're don't like, remember my who. dream is just go out to california and be a real housewife and then all the moms that actually go out and do that are like this fucking sucks i know i and can't I- even afford groceries out here <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i was talking to one of my clients and i was saying how i grew up in naperville and i was like yeah that would be a good one real housewives of naperville illinois like (laughs) that would be it would be such a good one Uh. (laughs) um i think so um that's not a bad thing i think there's enough like stuff going on in naperville with downtown naperville and the gordon ramsay restaurant like it's just there's always something new being built around there so it's getting like it's becoming one of the second busiest busiest cities of illinois yeah, no, I'm, like comparable to Chicago. Yeah, I'm, I'm on board. I'm. I think you can make out a, make a show out of anything. I mean, yeah. look, look at us go. Hard. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Very true. That's how I feel. If I even post anything on my social media, that's yeah. how I feel. I'm like, yeah. I mean, yeah, it took me long enough. I was like, you know, nobody would listen to this shit. Nobody would listen to it. And then next thing you know, I'm, look at us go. Yeah. But thousands of people, multiple countries. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's yeah. cool. People, people still tune in. People yeah. listen to anything. Everybody's looking for entertainment just yeah. to, to numb the pain. Well, ent- <laughs> well, entertainment or advice. Distractions. Or- <laughs> just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Anyways, sticking on the positivity yes. note. Um, well, okay. So I'll still, so the, yeah. So I had like three clients that I did. Um, yeah, so so that was exciting. Yeah, so I had a fun time, and I was talk about them. 
Who were they? Um, it was this girl named Megan. Um, she owns a jewelry brand called the Sis Kiss. Um, I she was so so amazing and so nice, like one of the sweetest humans I've talked to. Um, awesome. Yes, she was so 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 nice. Quality um, jewelry, good stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, very good stuff. Very customizable too. A lot of her stuff is very custom. Um, and just like solid jewelry, she was wearing it all all on her obviously because mm. she's got to advertise yep. for herself and awesome it all looked really amazing i'm sorry i feel like you can hear my wheezing guys oh I'm no i'm like okay no, i'm like you can't being afraid up. to breathe okay no, there's no way breathe i'm like breathing yeah. so like just breathe breathe everything's gonna oh be my okay. goodness yeah so no, i promise you won't hear that on the audio. yeah our dogs are shedding right now and i'm actually allergic to dogs but i just ignore it because <laughs> i love dogs she's a trooper and she just powers through it yeah and so i was just like Baron was shutting and I was picking at his fur and then after that I went to cook dinner and I was like <gasps> like I could like barely breathe. Um but yeah, so then I had Megan, she was amazing, she's gorgeous, she's so sweet, she's so nice, we talked about a lot. Um so she had a booth there, uh who that like, you know, advertising for herself. So yeah, so then I did her, I did this girl Lauren. Um she actually has a social media account. They got a following. Um, they basically what she does is she reenacts scenes with Barbie dolls. Um, but it got a huge following. Like she just it was something for fun that she thought was the funniest thing. And yeah. like if you think of Bravo TV and like Real Housewives, oh, yeah. you think of like drama oh, yeah. and like comments. Wait, is that on YouTube or TikTok or what? Does she do that? She does it on Instagram. She probably oh. does it on TikTok too. I just okay. follow the Instagram. Okay um but yeah so then she got a huge following she just reenacts like show things with barbies instead yeah but like she gets like custom barbies like she gets like ones that look like the people too yeah 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 and she like makes a whole set out of it and like yeah it's it's really funny basically just like um the fuck's that show uh robot chicken (laughs) except just already not made up shit. It's I just honestly real. Don't remember that show. Oh really? Yeah. They just used like dolls basically. Oh, they just, did. Yeah. But oh. they animate mouths on the dolls for talking. I don't think I ever watched that. Oh, so yeah. I wouldn't know. I didn't watch much of it either. I didn't think it was that funny. Oh. But it it was just a like a I don't know if it was like I think it was Adult Swim. It was on, probably. But, it sounds like it would be. But it was uh it was. I mean, there was things that were in it that were funny. I remember in school, actually. I mean, it was like a immature show with adult humor, but we watched clips of it in school because there some parts of it were like there was some really? like educational like. I mean, with any show, obviously, if they, if you got a show making fun of everything, they're gonna have some things in there that actually make sense. And like, I remember we. Uh, we watched some clips of it in, in high school. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. It was actually, I'll, I guess I'll just say it. It was like, it was in health class and there was an episode that they did on like mental disorder and like they had like a thing of like the five stages of depression and they just like made, oh, really? they just like made fun of the five stages of depression, but, um, and, or not depression, but like, uh, grief or, sadness or anxiety or yeah i don't remember what it actually yeah i'm pretty sure is yeah depression as a whole but not like i don't remember you sure it wasn't grief i could have sworn or coping coping with something i don't know it was like like coping with death or something like that yeah yeah 
Yeah, I, I can't exactly remember. It was something like that. Yeah, I just remember when I was in AP Psych, we watched something. It wasn't uh, it wasn't in health class, but it was AP Psych, and we watched something about the five stages of like yeah, because it was like grieving death, denial. Yes, that's what it is. Yes, yeah, denial, and then you got like uh, bartering. Mm-hmm. Like you start bargaining. Bargaining, yeah, that's yeah. what it was. Mm-hmm. And then you remember them all? No, not bargaining. really. <laughs> uh, you're just yep yeah, uh-huh leading me like yeah 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 i already know this and then you're just like waiting for me to say it's so no <laughs> I'm just kidding. We, we i've already talked about this i literally blacked out like all of my oh, high yeah. school so yeah. i don't okay. but like things okay. like that jog my memory yeah. Yeah. but like i know like i finished your sentence i was like it's yep. for grief it's for yeah. like when someone dies what you go through but i don't remember at all I feel like yeah, I know acceptance is one of them, and I feel like it wasn't yeah. the last one. But on the other hand, it it could be. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. So that's three out of the five. Yeah. Ah, oh, fuck, grieving, denial, denial. That's what it was. Denial is another one. Didn't like, you say already say that? No, bartering or yeah, bargaining. you said den- you said denial first, and then you said bargaining. Oh, did I? Oh, yeah. Fuck, I guess I'm an idiot. <laughs> Stop, you're okay. Shit. I think one of them's like actually being sad, Shit. like crying. Now it's recorded too. Fuck. Stop it. It's I always fine. knew I was an idiot, but I didn't think everybody else would stop, find out. Stop. <laughs> you already <laughs> said that to me today. Yeah, I know. That's a used joke. No, that was actually yesterday. Oh, that was yesterday you said that? Yeah, because we were playing that new game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're so bad. Kid. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I gotta be strategic. If I like, I test jokes out on you. I test jokes out on people I trust. <laughs> and then if I get a laugh, then I'm like, okay, that's safe for the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. More like you say them to me first, and then you say it to people at Linux, and then you use it on the podcast. Uh huh. <laughs> you, go, you go through the chain. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Or it could be flip flop. You probably talk to say it at Linux first, and then to me, and then to the podcast. Yeah. I gotta like put it through the, the depends ringer. on what the joke is yeah i gotta put it through the yeah the gauntlet test before i actually put it out publicly yeah <laughs> and they are all still flops anyways <laughs> oh stop it no okay anyways i'm gonna go back to my story yeah. so um yeah so yeah so i had the two clients and then i also did i got off the plane and um anita called me and she was like Hey, um, so you're going to come to my house and then you're going to get changed and make yourself like, I, cause I got off a plane. So she was like, you're going to like, you know, do your makeup and stuff and get ready because we're actually last minute doing Teresa, her hair and makeup. Um, so, and then her co-host, her podcast co-hosts hair and makeup as well. So Teresa's one of the real, real housewives, housewives of New Jersey. I'm pretty sure there's different ones there. Yeah. There's orange County. There's oh, uh, New York. There's as you can tell, I don't watch TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you don't watch that stuff. Yeah. So yeah. Um, but yeah, so it was such a cool experience, but what I was getting to was my main thing was basically that I grew up where I didn't really fly and I had to go on this plane by myself i also like have been dealing with some like panic attack anxiety feelings just like a lot of negativity because you see on the news like all of the wars that are happening and people dying and you see all this stuff and i was on that plane and number one i could not get my carry-on in the shelf thing so i'm literally sitting there holding up the line trying to shove this thing in there was a lady next to me and she was like 
yeah, you're probably just going to have to wait till one of the people can just tag it and just change it to a checked bag, which to me, I was like, I don't want it to be a checked bag because I don't want to lose it. It's all my makeup and my hair stuff. Like I, yeah. if it was my own stuff, I wouldn't <clears> care. <throat> you can always go to a Target or something, but like this, I cannot rebuy all this stuff. Like I need yep. this. And then, um, and then one guy walked through and he actually ended up sitting next to me and he shoved that thing in there and he got it in there and he was like, you're good. They're yeah. not going to move it. Yeah. So it was just nice having someone help and then even then without me even saying anything he literally got up with his buddy and took it right out for me without me having to do anything no yeah. didn't even need a thank you didn't just have a great day and they're like just like left and helped me which i thought was so nice yeah um but yeah so then um i went on the plane and it went up in the air and i was sitting there and i surprisingly had no anxious feelings whatsoever and I just got a new found piece flying and being up in the sky and just like I got a new outlook on the world and life. Like I know it sounds so dramatic, but I did because it was something that I was so afraid to do for years. It was literally stopping me from just going to see a friend or going to see like, cause I was afraid to fly. Like yeah. there's so many like Mara, she's moved so many different places and like, the thought of getting on a plane scared the crap out of me. The thought of me going through an airport scared me. Those like, epiphanies or life-changing moments can happen at any time for yeah. anybody. So, yeah. Yeah, and I feel like it also, it, like, hit me in different waves, too, where it was, like, I'm safe. And then it was, this sounds so morbid, but it was also, like, from a spiritual standpoint, a religious standpoint of, like, so what? Like, if, if this plane lands safely, because so many people fly then it's meant to be. And if this plane crashes, I'm supposed to be here. Like there's, there's always a reason for something, you know? And it's more of in a way where I'm definitely the kind of person where I take control over everything and I want to know an outcome or I, yeah. you know, I just need to know what, yeah. so, how something's going to happen or I need to know, like, I don't want to die. So I can't, you know, yeah. like I'm going to do anything to prevent it, you know? And it holds you back from life so much. And I was literally sitting there on the plane and I was looking out the window and I was just seeing like all of like, you know, cause we live in Illinois. So Illinois is pretty flat. So like being on a plane and seeing just like the mountains and the clouds and the different colors and the different lakes and the different tones of the earth that I didn't even realize were on the earth. Like just getting to see everything so high up. I like had this moment where I had my headphones in and I was looking at everything and like I just like got this like sentence in my head from from God I would think where uh it was kind of like a now you know why I fight for all of you now you know why I fight for this experience you know like why like why he constantly whether if you resent him or if you don't believe in him or anything why he will always love you and fight for you. Even if it feels like he's not, you know, he'll always respect you. Like if you're not going to believe in him, that's fine. He's going to respect that. You know, it's like a parent with a child. Like it's the same thing. But um, I just like had a moment like that. And then on top of that, being at Vegas, I took a lot of Ubers and a lot of taxis, which is nice being in Vegas because they have a lot of taxis. So there was never a point where I was like, didn't know where I was. And I needed a car like every single hotel had like a line of taxis that you could take which was so so nice and um 
And I have also a fear of like being in Ubers and taxis because of all the stuff you hear about them trapping women and taking them places. And obviously you have to, you know, watch the person and be careful with your surroundings. But like, not only did I just have a good experience and have good Ubers and like had a good experience, but I also got to like know people like I one guy was driving because he uses that money to pay for his cancer treatments like another man literally moved from um from Haiti I'm pretty sure uh to America and literally it was just him like none of like none of his family came like he got lucky and was able to move um and it was just hearing all of these different stories from these people and why they do what they do and one guy was doing it because he actually just drove across the country to be in Vegas because one buddy of his from high school said, hey, I'm opening up a business. I'm going to be cooking. I need you to handle the finances. And I know that's what you're good at. Like a longtime best friend. And what did he do? He literally packed up all of his stuff at age 40 something, put it all in his car and drove across the country just to start up this restaurant in Vegas. That's cool. You know, like it's just hearing all the those American things. Dream. Yeah, and it's and it's more of just hearing all those stories from people. It makes you think, fuck. Like, <laughs> why do I keep thinking about myself? Why am I so inter why am I why do I think of myself so much? Why do I get so afraid and rob myself from experiences because I'm so focused on myself and what's gonna happen to me? You know, like it, just think of how many times things hold you back or you talk to someone and they relate to your exact situation or you see someone and you judge a book by its cover and then you meet them and you talk to them and they've had a whole different life experience than you ever would have mm-hmm. thought of or dreamed of or would have even expected, you know? And they could be, be the kindest person ever but have the most resting bitch face that you could have ever seen you know the ugliest person you've ever laid your eyes no that's not what i meant at all i meant like just like a serious like just mean like mean looking you know and i just feel like the people that you see that are thriving in the world are the people that have the so what mentality not that they have to be positive all the time but they have so what you know like if anything happens i will be there and i will figure it out in the moment but why am i robbing myself from experiences why am I sitting here analyzing what's going on in the world and analyzing everything that's happening today? Because regardless, you either go to like, even for example, I'm going to say this, but like, even for example, we were going to an event recently and just, we both were super tired. We both work a lot. I literally like, we both worked all day and then we had our engagement party the next day. So we were like, should we go? Should we not go kind of thing? And I really wanted to go. I was very stern that I wanted to go. Um, but your reasonings were so valid of like, we've been going through a lot. We're both so tired. Like, you know, think, think of ourselves, like think of going to bed and, and just like having a relaxed night, you know? And I just, we had that moment. We got to have conversations we would have never had. We got to catch up with people we would have never thought of. And we ended up going home in such a good mood after that night, like feeling good, like feeling, happy we were joking around like it was just an experience that if we would have stayed home like who knows if we would have had those experiences like it just and and then also it ended up moving into the next day too where just things happened that if we would have never gone that night it probably would have never happened you know that it's more of just 
like it's so easy to think of ourselves and and you can be selfish like obviously if you want to spoil yourself or you want you need to have a, a mental health day don't get me wrong like you deserve to have a day where you turn off your phone the whole freaking day and you just eat your favorite food and just do whatever makes your soul happy like a hundred percent you shouldn't just put yourself to the side constantly but also coming from my own personal experience but I just feel like we think of ourselves far too much and part of that is buying into the news and sitting there and talking about all the wars and everything that's happening and yes that stuff needs to be talked about to a certain extent but talking about it doesn't fix it talking about it doesn't do anything it just makes life worse and negativity and buying into the news and buying into everything or even if you're going through such a tough time right now like stewing on it only makes it worse you know and I'm learning that like now I tend to stew on things way more than when I was like 18 when I was 18 I was just working I literally would just like live I used to work at Chick-fil-a and I would like live there like I would literally do sit in the back and people would be like you're not working today and I'm like yeah but I'm here so if you need me I'm here like that's how I was and even though I do work a lot too it's more of like distracting your mind doing things that bring you joy and make you happy instead of scrolling on tiktok maybe start drawing again like you did when you were five doesn't have to look like picasso doesn't have to look like something you would sell but just do something that's going to make you happy and don't be afraid to go out and have experiences go walk to the park by your house and just sit go to the nearest forest preserve and just go for a walk you know just have a so what mentality so what if i have a creepy encounter so what if i have a weird man come up to me and just keep talking to me so what if i go there and i i don't know like get a nail through my foot i don't know i'm like thinking of like a bunch yeah. of scenarios but like so what like it's not it's never the end of the world mm -hmm. it literally never is it feels like it but it literally is never and it's crazy how life has designed us to think everything so the end of the world when it really isn't because it's always just a new beginning to something else so that's what i wanted to say because that's what i took from that vegas trip i don't even care i mean obviously i'm so thankful for everything that i did but like i don't even care about why i was there it's the the trip it's what i did it's what i your experience yeah, is what impacted me more, you know, like I met amazing people and I got to hear so many amazing stories and I got to make some good connections. Yeah. And also like be on my own. Like I typically run the salon phone and I had one of my coworkers last minute go, hey, let me take it. You literally have had it for so long. Let me just take it for your weekend. So it was nice, like not having that either, just having my one phone to focus on which I'm so thankful for. Like, I love answering the salon phone and again, making connections and talking to people. But like, it was nice just having one and just in a way focusing on myself, but not focusing on myself. Like I was me and I was doing things that made me happy. I was going for walks and places and I could go Uber somewhere. Or I could go to church on a Saturday night and do whatever I wanted to do. But on the other hand, I was doing things that I wanted to do without being afraid of. I don't know the area. I don't know these people i don't know this uber i'm gonna get into i don't know this guy i don't know you know you get what i mm. mean yeah you're so what what you're doing like that you're calling it a so what mentality which is really cool because i feel like it's a 
it's a good way to get people to understand and see it and, and get them on board. But essentially what you're doing is letting go of fear. Yeah. Which is a beautiful thing. Because if you can let go of the fear, which is the same thing, yeah, then you can experience the fullness, the the spectrum of life. Yeah, you're not holding yourself back. You're not restricting yourself in any way. Where you know you could, you could have put yourself in an amazing place. You could have seen amazing things, but. But that fear is what's holding you back, mm-hmm. the anxiety or the control, like you said. You you know, just having that controlling mentality of like you got it. You're, you're like trying to protect yourself. You're trying to protect yourself. You're trying to control everything. You want everything to work out the way you mm-hmm. make it up in your mind. Mm-hmm. You're you're coming up with plans, but that's not always gonna be what God has in store for you. Yeah. And you let go of your fears. And you can experience life. Yeah. Because life is a fucking amazing thing. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people build up walls around themselves and block themselves in thinking that they're, they're in control and, you know, or at least I'm safe now kind of thing, you know, that it's, it's the fear they want to control because they have trust issues or they they're afraid of everything they hear and see on the news which yeah. all the news is is fear salesmen. They just they're they're selling fear. Yeah. And they're fucking good at it. <laughs> and they got everybody freaked out. Look at fucking <clears throat> COVID. Yeah. Scare the shit out of everybody and then you can hurt them like sheep. And yeah. that's exactly what happens. You you just got to scare the shit out of enough people. And then you can tell them anything and they'll believe it because there's confusion. Yeah. But you you deny that fear. You push away that fear. You say, fuck you, fear, you little mm-hmm. bitch. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> yeah. You're ugly. Yeah. <laughs> no, don't use that word. You want to be nice. Yeah. Just say, not today. No thanks. <laughs> not ever. No thanks. Yeah. yeah. No thanks, fear. Yeah. And... uh and then look at you go. You'll change your life. Yeah. Anytime you have doubt or fear creeping into your mind or those demons, those damn demons coming back at you, which I got another kick-ass episode coming up. It's pretty pretty good. I'm pumped for it. Next Yay. next week's bonus episode. I'm, I think you're going to love it. But uh, yeah, uh, just give it a quick no thanks. No thank you. Yeah. If, if something you don't like pops up in your head, no thank you. Just... Because a lot of times they're like clouds, but they like, these clouds are fucking rude. These clouds of thought, they mm-hmm. float into your head, but like with force, like they float in like they own the place. Yeah. <laughs> you know, these, these doubts and fears, they come into your head and they're just like, yep, this, I'm here to stay. Just push them away and say, no, yeah. thanks. No, thanks. Blah, 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 blah. No, thanks. Yeah. And I feel like also, again, I think I might have talked about it on this podcast or honestly could have been on mine. I don't remember. But um, I feel like take care of yourself. Listen to yourself. Like still, I'm trying to make it sound like where I'm saying don't think about yourself. Like obviously take care of yourself. And if you don't want to go out, you want to stay in, stay in. Like it's about what you want to do and it's not fear-based. But on the other hand, um, just get out of the main character mentality. Because, That's a good way to put it. Yeah, because literally 
everyone is on this earth. None of us have a manual on how to do it. Or we have thousands, aka books, and we're all trying to figure it out. Or if you have, I guess, I kind of like the way you put that, but also I kind of, like, I feel like you got to be careful there because, like, getting out of the main character, uh, like, that's cool. I like that. When you when I first heard that, that was very smart of you. Mm-hmm. But also, like, you're kind of relinquishing power that way. And I don't, I don't, I also don't, not power, but relinquishing, like, I don't know the best way to put this. Um, but it's late and I normally I'm good at this stuff, but that's okay. Um, basically, basically where I'm getting at is you want to be strong enough to have the control. You want to be strong enough to be able to know what you're doing, have the wisdom to understand what needs to happen, what's good, and then have the strength to execute. So you don't want to be... You don't want to give up the main character mentality. If you have issues, like if you have some issues, then maybe, yeah, you can temporarily. But I think the key is to be in that main character mentality, but realize you might be the main character of your life, but you're not the end goal. We're here to serve. Be the main character but realize the goal is to serve others. Can I have my rebuttal? A rebuttal? <laughs> okay, sure. Um, you didn't what like I that? meant? No, well, no, but that's okay. I totally get where you're coming from, 100%. I just feel like what I meant or what I meant about like getting rid of the main character mentality is I feel like it's so easy to think about yourself. It is. It's so easy to make plans for yourself. It's so easy to rationalize rationalize things and look at things from your perspective. I feel like strength is when you can put yourself easily in other people's shoes. When you get an amazing opportunity and you don't only take it for yourself, but you bring others with you. Strength is being able to not only serve others, but also be able to put yourself in other people's shoes and think of others. Because it's so easy for us to get wrapped up in ourselves. I feel like that's where strength is because there's strength in numbers. When you are when you have a small business, being able to think of the people who work with you, think of their strengths, think of what they're really good at and put, being able to pick them and put them in that position compared to only thinking of yourself and what position you need to get filled. You get what I mean? Like, I feel like there's more strength of being able to, like, even if there's an issue or if there's an argument or if there's something, being able to step out of your own understanding and being able to listen to what that person has to say and understand where they're coming from and being able to take it in and putting yourself in their shoes. That's something so hard. I feel like something so easy to do is to get defensive, think of yourself, to think of what your plans are. To th- like, it's so easy because f- it's our thoughts. Like, mm-hmm. it's our thoughts. So we can easily think of anything. <clears throat> we can easily rationalize for anything. We can easily say our opinion. We can mm-hmm. easily say, I feel like there's strength when you can truly think and coexist with others and be there with others and bring other people with you. I feel like right now our world is all about me, 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 main character, like 
you're you know you're a boss you can do anything you want you don't need anyone like but then when you have everything you want you're alone and you're sad and you're lonely and you didn't bring anyone with you you know or you lost people along the way because you were so focused on yourself that you pushed people away and i feel like that's such an that's such a common experience people have but yet we're being pushed to have a main character mentality and to have self-care and to focus on ourselves and i'm not saying you shouldn't take care of yourself you still can choose those things but it's i feel like there is strength more in being able to think of others and bring others with you and easily talk to others and also some of that stems from you have for example an issue with someone you have an issue with a friend or something and it's so easy to either stew on your own emotions stew on your own feelings it's easier to talk to someone else about it that's not the friend so then you're just saying your own side of how you feel and your perspective but the strength and the the hardest thing to do but also is the most usually in that in the long run ends up being the best option is literally not turning to anyone and going directly to that person you have the issue with and going hey this is what upset me and also being open to hearing their perspective but it only works both ways if the person who is also on the receiving end is willing to listen find a solution listen to that person and fix whatever you know started the conversation but also can give their opinion as well it's creating that safe space for humans to be alive you know if we all just were able to talk to each other and be honest and not gossip there be no drama ironically talked about BravoCon, um but like if we were able to have the strength to just put ourselves in other people's shoes and like just be upfront and be ourselves and think about others and then when something good comes along or a jo- or like a new opportunity or a new connection or a fun trip or anything like bring someone along with you like thinking of someone else's co- favorite coffee order and surprising them with their favorite coffee order instead of just bringing them coffee that you would have liked you know typically they'll say thanks but it's more meaningful when you're like hey, I remember when you said Cinnamon Dolce was like your new favorite coffee. I overheard you talking to someone about it, so I got you it. You know, like just having that stuff. Like I have my friends or like my coworkers, I have their coffee uh, orders saved in my phone because they've told me one time and so I have it saved, you know? So then even if I just surprise them with something, I know I have their order. I know my mom always gets Dunkin. She, she doesn't like Starbucks because it doesn't sit right with her. So I always get her Dunkin' and then she always likes caramel iced coffee with oat milk and liquid sugar. So that's what I get her. You know, like it could have changed. Who knows? It could probably could have changed in the last couple of times. But I have that order where every time I give it to her, she's like, oh, my gosh, she like knows what she got, too. You know, Um, and just bringing that joy and that customizing the experience of helping someone and and doing it where it's something that you listen to them and it's for them, you know, like, again, not having the main character mentality and listening to other people and knowing what they like and putting yourself in their shoes. That's my whole thing. Sorry. <clears throat> it's okay. You're absolutely right. You're so beautiful. But that's not what I said. <laughs> what I was saying is very similar to what you're saying. Mm-hmm. 
you're still the main character of your life. You still took it upon yourself to make those decisions for those other people and serve them. Mm-hmm. As you took control of your life and made these decisions to serve other people, you still got to play that main character person. Yeah. And you're not, just because you're in that position doesn't mean you can't serve because if you if you get out of that main character position you lose yourself and then you're directionless and lost and then that's how mental disorders happen and that's how people get depression that's how people just have no direction and and feel like they failed in life because they have nothing going for them and they're just lost so you got to stay in that main character mentality but you got to be driven and you got to know what you're doing and it's good to be there for others because a sturdy person is the only kind of person that can help somebody who's lost like that you got to be that guiding light you know what i mean like mm. it's i i see what you're saying though but but the way you shot my perspective down i feel like we're supposed to be on the same side here you know we're kind of saying the same thing yeah. or at least a similar thing but. i think Pers- personally, um, I am struggling and have struggled in the past of control, mm-hmm. letting go of control, um, and feeling lost. And I think that stemmed from me having the main character mentality because I get so lost in my thoughts of what's wrong with me. Why is this happening? Why I'm thinking of myself constantly. I'm thinking of what's wrong with me. I'm thinking of why am I always so sad? Why? Is this bothering me? Why do I have eczema on my arm? Why do I have this? Why did this feel weird today? Why did... That's I'm not... So... I don't think that's main character mentality. I think that's putting yourself in a victim mentality, which is not main character. When I guess... You're... So when I think of main character, I just think of like me, like focusing on myself. My yeah. focus is on me than on other people. Sure. Uh, yeah, exactly. That's where the confusion is because you're thinking that way, but I'm thinking you got to be the main character of your life, but that doesn't mean that your focus thinking, is on yourself. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Because, you, you, you know, you got to be in control and you got to be knowing what you're doing, but mm-hmm. that doesn't, yeah, like I said, that doesn't mean that you're only focusing on yourself and only making decisions to better your own life. Yeah. Like I said, serve and mm-hmm. be there for people. And that's so cool that you got everybody's order on your phone you're serving and you're taking control and you're being that solid friend you're being that rock you're being that sturdy person in life that knows what they're doing and can take in other people's information and understand it and then take care of people and serve people that way make somebody's day better Mm -hmm. because you took charge and you thought as the main character this might make somebody happy and you do it and it does and it works yeah and you're not thinking about yourself but you're being the main character you know what i mean yeah i I totally get where you're coming from i think i just have a like because i see on social media how they talk about main character too oh okay that i feel like main characterism is always yeah it's always wrapped up in yourself and thinking of yourself and okay like f everyone else because i got me like that mentality that's specifically what i'm talking yeah. about power and control gets that. to your head so you if you you know if you can't wield it then step down i understand that yes. but if you know what you're doing 
than get out there and serve. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's know? more of... I think like, society today steers people the wrong way. Yeah. Like I know what my passion is. I know what I want to do, but... Mm. And obviously I have an idea of a path I want to go down, but I truly don't know my path. And that's okay. It's actually not having a plan. It's not having a time frame or a specific way of going about things. And this is a new thing. Honestly, this is a new thing even between me and you. Like this is a new thing with me ever since my Vegas trip is I literally cannot predict what's going to happen. I can't predict where life's going to take us. I can't predict anything. So even having a plan, I feel like when you have a full on plan, it takes away from having new opportunities pop up that are completely different Mm -hmm. than what you would have expected. Yeah. You're not supposed to have a plan. What you're supposed to have is a goal. You're supposed to know what you want out of life in the route that you end up on. It's like when you set a destination on your GPS yeah, and then it gives you options. Mm -hmm. Like it's obvious, obviously we don't get to select our options because we don't know, but you set your eyes, you set your sights on a destination and you just go. Yeah. And then whatever happens, happens. Yeah. So it's, you give it enough time and you'll be able to reach your destination. And if down the road you decide, eh, let's not do this, let's go somewhere else, you can set your sights somewhere else, which is pretty cool. Yeah. But it's never about the plan. It's never about the steps. It's, you can, you can sit there and plan and come up with a, an exact formula to get exactly where you want, but it's never going to work that way because life is way too unpredictable and unknown and, yeah. and it'll never happen that way. And as soon as you start planning things, that's when life starts messing with you. Yeah. To yeah. remind you that you're not in control. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I agree with that. Yeah, it's a, it's a crazy roller coaster. But yeah, set your sights. That's important because you, you yeah. can't be just running through this life aimless and goalless and bumping into everybody else kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> so it's important yeah. to... To the only structure you can create in your life is what you want out of it. Mm. And then just move towards that. It's like you're sailing on the ocean. You can't sail in a straight line. You can say, I want to get to this island, and then you can paddle on over there or motor on over there, but you can't, with the waves up and down and the wind taking the boat, that line is so squiggly as fuck. Yeah. But you'll get there. Mm-hmm. You're just going all over the place, and that's fine. Yeah. And that's life. And you got to enjoy that and experience that. Yeah. Because it's a beautiful ride. It is. And also, just remember that life isn't that serious. I mean, like, it can be. It can feel like it. But really, nothing when it goes down to it is that serious. And just say so what to it. And also remember to laugh because even when you're feeling your lowest you need to put on your favorite funny show or something that just always gets a laugh out of you because whenever you laugh it just releases that endorphins Mm -hmm. yeah you're amazing you're so smart you're amazing and i love you and i'm so lucky to have you i love you all right now let's sell some fucking tickets tell me what you got going on oh sorry i'm like so easy i have um i like you going like I can just feel it. Um, feel like a like an air like a hot air balloon or something. <laughs> um, 
But I have a little makeup class happening. Oh my goodness! Talk class. talk about it with pride. It's amazing. I'm, I'm <laughs> so excited. It's my first for you. ever it's one. Um, it's three four days. Oh, I, we changed it to the sixteenth, by the okay. way. Okay. Because the seventeenth is a Sunday. Sixteenth. So we of changed it to sixteenth of December. December of twenty twenty three. Yes. Yes, and it's a master class. Um, so basically, it's just gonna have raffles baskets vendors um you like start the first half of it just like kind of mingling having some food there's going to be desserts drinks like stuff like that there um you know be able to get tickets to put in the raffle uh the proceeds from the tickets are going to go to sunbeams uganda um which is a organization that's actually run by my cousin um so i want to do whatever i can to support her um and then uh the second half of the night which would probably be like an hour and a half into it. Um, or you're going to sit down and you're going to sit in front of a mirror. You're going to bring your own makeup. I'm going to have a little goodie bag supplied with some stuff to add that's going to help with like the look that we'll be creating. And it's going to be a very like more nat. It's going to be, no, it's going to be like soft glam, um, but more of like a holiday look, like kind of like a shimmery lid kind of thing so so i uh so i have a whole plan of what we're gonna do but um mm -hmm. so it's gonna be like a fun night there's gonna be like photo op places too and it's really just like a fun you get to learn makeup it's in a safe space and um and you get to just have fun have some snacks and have like a girl's night and like bring your friend along or something it's awesome. so it's so exciting i'm so proud of you thank you you gotta remember the the value that you're providing you got to remember your experience because people are gonna people look at you now and think how did you get there how did you do that you're a, a celebrity makeup artist you're amazing you do incredible things and you gotta keep that in mind i know you're so talented i know it feels out of place because it's your first first one but yeah this is the first of many i i don't think that feeling's ever gonna go away yeah you're right I, I, I think I'm always going to feel that way because personally, right. I do. I do have some people um, with my hard work and yeah. me working so closely with Anita. And Anita's literally like a, she's li she's actually like a full celebrity mm -hmm. in like the Rockford area. Yep. That um, sometimes I meet some girls and they'll already know who I am and yeah. they'll say things to me. And I don't know. I just feel like I, don't know, I, I just love people and yeah. I like I never think of myself as someone someone would look up to or anything oh because also i guess people I look up to you well i guess people just see my m what i am now i'm like i know everything i went through you know where i still feel like i i think of myself like i know i've grown so much but like i, I don't know i just feel like i'm not i'm not special like you know like i'm, I'm not like i'm just like everyone else like other people if they made some of the decisions I did would get to where I am. That's a major know? reason why people hold themselves back. You know what that's called? Mm -mm. Imposter syndrome. Oh, I definitely deal with that. So. Yeah. When you have great success like you do, and you feel like you don't belong, like, how did I get this? I don't, I don't deserve this. I don't belong here. I'm just a regular person. That's imposter sy syndrome. Mm-hmm. And you feel like you're not supposed to be there. But what you're picking out is the, the negative, the, the regular mundane life stuff. But you're not focusing on... First of all, the first issue is that you're focusing in the past. 
Yeah. Which which is a first first issue. Second thing is you're nitpicking the the day in and day out stuff, but you're not focusing on the the major strides, the hard work that it took you to get here. Mm-hmm. So you are incredible and don't forget that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I love you. I love you. So first of many, you're gonna kick butt. I'm so excited for you. Thank you. This is gonna be amazing. You're gonna do great things. Thank you. You wanna talk about sunbeams quick? Explain. Oh, so Sunbeams Uganda is an organization run by my cousin Kelly. Um, So she was visiting Uganda through her church for a while. She made some great connections and kind of fell in love with like a a town. um, I'm going to butcher the name, so I'm not even going to say it. (laughs) Um, I always mess it up. Um, But yeah, so she like fell in love with the town and then got a connection um, with one of the boys there. His name's Mark. He's super, super sweet. Yep. Um, Shout out to Mark. You rock. Yeah. I know oh, if you're listen. listening. <laughs> I know you listen to the podcast, so yeah. thank you so much. You're yeah. amazing. Um, I, got a, I got a care package I want to send you. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, so basically her whole mission is, is to build a school because they like education and um, and just they like a lot of materials and things like that. And so uh, her whole thing is is just hearing what the town has to say of what they want, and they're trying to build everything, but build it where it's built to last and not fail. So they're going through a lot of things very differently than other organizations do. She's done so much research. She's got an amazing team with her. And then on top of it, Mark is kind of like the inn where he you know, lives there. So he's able to see everything that's going on. He's able to watch the school being built. He's able to you know, see everything and supervise it all. And then, you know, communicate with Kelly constantly. So, yeah. So that's basically what the organization is. It's literally God's work. Mm -hmm. She has the biggest heart. She's another woman that I look up to that I absolutely love. Amazing. Um, And so she is a busy, busy woman. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And she um, is putting her heart and her soul in this organization. And so any way I can help, I want to. So... Mm-hmm. Spread the word here too. <laughs> yes, you can also donate. You can go to, oh, sorry, you can go to sunbeamsuganda.org. I'm pretty sure it's .org. And you can donate. So, okay. also on top of it. We'll put that in the show notes. Uh, check on that. And then I'll mm-hmm. put all that information in the show notes. Mm-hmm. So. All right. All right. I think that's a wrap. Good episode. I was going to say something back and I like couldn't think of anything. Oh. <laughs> one, one thing I, that we did skip was you were talking about you'll never kind of get rid of that imposter syndrome feeling that feeling of not being worthy or whatever and I'm like I was just going to say that I get that totally too because I feel like that every single time I turn on these mics <laughs> oh I <laughs> bet yeah I mean it's nowhere near as severe as the first one because I was home alone when I recorded episode one and I'm just like I recorded it for like a couple seconds and I'm like, it's so weird. It took me like probably an hour before mm-hmm. I even said, said my first words to build up the courage to talk in this house alone into the mic. I was like, yeah. this is so weird. I didn't know why. I don't know why, but like for me, it was so weird talking to myself into the mic, like alone. Nobody's in this house. I'm like, why should I as a human being alone in a house be speaking right now? There's yeah. no reason for me to be talking right now. But here I am talking. And now 
now I do it all the time. Now I love to do it. I love to come in here and just like dump words into the mic and yeah. it's amazing. But yeah, it was so uncomfortable and, but still you get those, those. You're going to, I feel like in a weird way, it's more of when I was just doing makeup for Lime Life. Of course, I had, like, some imposter syndrome of people, like, asking me for requests or recommendations or anything like that. But I feel like when I've hit the most imposter syndrome is my life now of, like, managing doing the bridal store stuff, but then also doing hair stuff, but then mainly the styling, like, doing people's weddings, I get major imposter syndrome, doing, like, celebrity clients that I get recommended to, like, I get major imposter syndrome. Um, I recently actually had a celebrity message me back. I reached out to them because um, they liked my story, something that I shared. They don't even follow me. I don't know where they came from. I don't know how they got to my page. And I saw that she was a country singer. And so I messaged her and then she got back to me and she was like, definitely, if I'm ever in the Chicago area, I'll let you know if I need makeup or hair done. It's awesome. So, it? but um, I honestly don't know her name at the top of my head. So, <laughs> to be completely honest, <laughs> yeah. I don't. That's I didn't okay. follow okay. her. Um, okay. She seemed. I mean, I follow her now, but yeah. I just at the top of my head, I don't. I don't remember. It was a while ago. Do you know but any of her songs? No, oh. I don't. I don't. Okay, that's okay. <laughs> she's a, she's like she's got a following. She's like up and coming. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, that's okay. She's not like you know she's she's not yet. She's not like Marina Lambert yet yeah. or anything. But she's up and coming so um but anyways that's but awesome yeah but moments like that is when i get like imposter syndrome or oh yeah oh my gosh that actually happened and i feel like for you being in this room you get some imposter syndrome but you're actually really going to get it when you have your studio yeah yeah probably with your sign i don't know with everything you you might be right you might be absolutely because it's gonna be way more professional that you're gonna feel more out of your element fuck i thrive on pressure though i thrive on. there's no pressure it's more of like here it's more of it's the it's this our body and our mind always wants to keep us safe Mm. and sometimes that's why it's really hard to grow you get it's so easy to get yeah. in ruts where you don't want to grow and you don't want to read that book because it's or you comfortable don't wanna, to stay where you're at or when you f- notice that you're growing a lot more the moment you notice it it's like you do something for like the 24 backtrack. hours and retract yeah. yeah you know you like binge eat food or you like go yeah. listen to music that you know doesn't put you in a good mood yeah. or like you just do stuff like that because your mind is trying to get you back to where you were because that's yep. safe. Yeah. It's not like a, a bad thing, but it's your mind's trying to keep you safe. Yep. And being able to have imposter syndrome and be in this room, like obviously when you see your numbers and you see how many people listening, you're going to be like, wow, like those people listen yeah. to me. Like that gives you that feeling, but you still have the safety of being in this room yeah. and it being a house room oh, yeah, with yeah. my makeup vanity and with stuff where it doesn't feel real it's just a little podcast that you're recording that's getting some traction unlike when you move it to a studio yep. that has your logo that you're recording that you're doing all of that stuff yep yeah you're right it's yeah. gonna feel more like yeah oh my gosh this is like real yeah. like this is awesome. i'm actually doing awesome. this i can't wait <laughs> i know i can <laughs> so see excited. like the excitement in your eyes it yeah. makes me so happy but like and it's not a bad thing. I yeah. feel like in a way it's good that like in a way I feel like it keeps you humble. Like mm-hmm. I know it annoys people. I know it annoys you when I like talk a certain way about things and you're like, don't belittle it or like don't mm-hmm. do stuff like that. But on the other hand, like 
if I'm, if I'm trying to prove myself, like, I know I have stuff to prove or like, I know I have, I know my worth. Like, I really do. I know my worth. So, if I'm trying to like, you know, get, get someone to get me to do their makeup or like, or I'm just trying to, you know, sell something or do something like, I know my worth, so mm. it doesn't take much and I can, and I can state things, mm. but it's more of the day to day when I'm talking about myself or when I'm thinking about myself, I, I just don't, I don't think that way. Yeah. I just think more of like my heart and my personality, not my achievements. You, you get yeah. what I mean? Like it's more of. I don't know. And maybe it's maybe it's not a good way of looking at things, but I I, I genuinely Honestly, I'm I'm going to kind of take that back a little bit for you. Um mm-hmm. I'm going to pick on you a little bit. I'm sorry. <laughs> um I don't I honestly No. <laughs> like it's good that you say that you know your worth, but I think every single human being on the face of the earth that is alive was alive and ever will be alive is all or are all worth the same. I think we're all absolutely equal. I think we're all oh, yeah. worth the same. I think what you're what you mean to say is the value you provide. You know the value you provide because yeah. that's where things change. That's where each of us the individual person changes it, the value you know the value that you provide and you charge accordingly yeah yeah i love you i love you you're amazing you do amazing work and you you provide a lot of value especially with this with this class you got coming up here so definitely sign up for that i if i can can i put a link yeah. somehow in the show notes yeah i'm selling the tickets on my website so okay can i put a link to your website mm-hmm. on the show notes okay yeah. there'll be a link to her website on the show notes so you can buy tickets for her master class it's going to be amazing and you provide so much value especially with the experience that you have you you know exactly what you're doing and you're doing amazing things and i'm so proud of you thank you and even if uh someone doesn't live in the area either i am going to be offering i'm pretty i'm like literally this week so by the time this is up, I'm probably going to be offering it. But um, I am offering also like online video one-on-one makeup lessons. Oh, that's too. awesome. Is that on your website? Or it will be? Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. So all this on our website. I'll have that in the show notes. Check it out. It's going to be amazing. You do amazing work. Thank you. You're beautiful. Thank you. I love you so much. I love you so much. Um, yeah, it's, it's going to be awesome too. When we get the podcast out to the studio and, uh, I don't, I don't think that's, what's going to give me that nervousness or imposter syndrome. I feel like that's going to excite me. And I feel like I'm going to get more like into it. I feel like I'm going to get more excited. I think where it's going to change, I'm going to stop you before you interrupt me. (laughs) (laughs) I think where that's going to change is I'm going to move the podcast out to the studio first record out there for however long but when i start doing video when i start live streaming i think that's where it's gonna get a little sketchy i think i'm gonna be like oh fuck i think it's gonna take me back to like episode one i'm gonna get super timid on video especially like i'll probably what i'll end up doing is recording out there and then getting the video up start doing video and then once I get comfortable on camera, then I'll take it in the fourth and final step and start live streaming. Yeah. But those two are big steps. And I feel like that's going to be where the, those are going to be big steps. Yeah. And I want to say too, like, 
even though imposter syndrome, you ha- like you, it doesn't take away from the excitement. Oh no! Yeah, you're it doesn't right. take away from your passion for it. Mm-hmm. You know, like that doesn't. It's imposter syndrome. <laughs> imposter syndrome is mainly like I'm on my way to a client and I am sweating underneath my armpits like imposter syndrome yeah you're sweating i am like so anxious my hands are shaking i'm sitting here being like how does this gorgeous woman want me to do her hair and her makeup (laughs) like why how am i chosen for this how am i here how am i in vegas how am i in an uber right now how am i what what is going on like how am i this outfit's so cute how am i pulling this off how am i like you know like how did this like just like things like that where it it makes you feel that way and then like when you're in the moment you're you're excited and you're like talking to them and then you're like you feel like it's not real like you feel like like is this really happening? And I felt the same experience out of all of the clients I've had, like all yeah. of the celebrity clients. I always feel the exact same way yep. where it just feels so unreal. But and as soon as you start, all the butterflies leave. No, no, I'm still nervous during the whole freaking thing. Oh. I'm making sure that lash is perfectly on. Oh. I am shaking as I have the <laughs> eyeshadow brush, but I'm still excited. I'm still passionate. I'm still able You're to... Right do what i want to do but i still have those jitters but it's the moment that you're done it's the moment you see the completed look it's the moment that i turn that woman around and she looks at her makeup and she's like i love it so much what what did you use or what is this or what is you know that's awesome it's that moment that i'm cleaning up my kit which for you is going to be the moment that you're editing or the moment you're uploading or the moment you're typing something down is the moment you're going to be like this is why i do what i do yeah it's that. Yeah. I, you're close. You're absolutely right about what your situation is. You're close. Is. Yeah. You're right about your situation because I can't speak for that. Yeah. You're amazing. But you're, you're totally right about the imposter syndrome part of it where it's like, um, you, I totally just drew a blank. So sorry. It's okay. <laughs> it's this thing about so you So I wasn't right because you just drew a blank. You just don't even remember what I said. Yeah, there's nothing there. No, I'm yeah, just kidding. There's uh, nothing there. <laughs> uh, what was I saying? Uh, <laughs> sorry. No, it's okay. Um, just like, yeah, it's, it's imposter syndrome is where you feel like you're not worthy or you don't deserve to be in the place you're in. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Where you, it doesn't take away from the excitement you have for it. Yeah, I still love yeah. to do this, but or like you, you still love to do makeup and hair and make people feel beautiful. Mm-hmm. But it, imposter syndrome doesn't take away from that excitement. It just makes you feel like, I don't, who am I to be doing this? I have my hand raised. Yeah. When I. I love all my clients the same. I truly do. I love what I do. So every time I go into something, I am so excited to do it. Especially when it comes to styling. But the feeling I get from when I have brides compared to the feeling I get when I have celebrity clients are completely different. Bridezillas versus celebrities. No, I don't. I've never had any bridezillas, thankfully. I haven't. Um, I haven't. I truly haven't. Trust me. Good. I've I've seen Good. some bridezillas. Yeah. I've heard some horrible yeah. stories. Yeah. I truly have not. Um, Good. But that's saying a lot because you do freaking multiple weddings every week. Yes. Um, for the last year. <laughs> <laughs> but 
But I want to say for you, where it connects is I feel like when you were doing your bonus episodes, you're not going to have imposter syndrome. When you were doing a podcast with me or Steph or I still JJ, get butterflies. You'll, you'll get, but in, I'm talking about imposter syndrome. Yeah. I don't think you're going to feel that. It's the moment that you get someone on that you haven't had on before in that studio. Having someone reach out to you. Yeah, you're right. And wanting to be a part of your podcast, mm. you're going to be like, which I have, which why? I've been putting off because I'm I nervous. <laughs> I know. But it gives you that feeling yeah. of like, why do they, put, right. why would they? Right. When I first got that call, I was like, what? Also, you're going to get to a point, which I am at, where like, if I really love someone, I'm like, I'm, I'm sliding in their DMs being like, hey, <laughs> if you're ever in Chicago, please let me do your hair and makeup for yeah, free. Right. I would you're be right. honored to do your hair and your makeup <laughs> for free. Like, yeah. you know, and, and. Just to put yourself out there, you know, that yeah. when you have to find yourself in this situation, once you have your studio where you're going to be reaching out to people yeah, you're right, and trying to make connections to get people on your podcast, yeah. you're going to feel that also of like trying to feel like, you know, you know your value, but you're going to feel unworthy still. Yeah. You know, I wanted to I'll also the reason why I kind of drugged this out yeah. for so long is because I wanted to establish a foundation of the podcast first. I wanted to establish what it was. What is this podcast? What is the Mind Hiking what Podcast? What is this podcast? The Mind Hiking Podcast. Thoughts, theories, and crazy ideas. Check it out. <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted to understand for myself what this was and kind of see the progressive growth too. Mm-hmm. Um, and just provide the freedom to express your own voice and your own thoughts and your own opinions and know that it's safe here. We'll discuss this and we'll keep an open mind and talk about whatever you want. And it's a cool, safe place to have genuine conversations, long form that you don't get anywhere else. And it's awesome. I love it. It's so cool. And that's what we do here. And it was just like, I needed to establish that foundation first before I started reaching out to some bigger people. And and I'm still working on that foundation because I'm like, I want to get like, I just, I had to get like a good solid number. I, I don't know why. In my mind, I know it makes no sense, but like in my mind, I had to like get a solid foundation of episodes sure. before I felt like it was worthy of big names. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, There's again, no right or wrong. I'm having imposter syndrome over the podcast's worthiness. <laughs> Yeah. But uh, anyways, back to the... When I said like... When I interrupted... Not interrupted, but like kind of jumped We keep in interrupting there. each other. Yeah, I know. It's this fine. is a while back. <laughs> but when I told you, you're close. Remember when I jumped in and said that? Mm-hmm. I never told you what I was talking about because... Oh my goodness. You just sprayed water all over the computer. You just made it rain. It's fine. Yeah, literally. It's fine. The TV's fine. Okay. <sighs> it's fine. Remember the last episode when I joked about you spilling water all over the computer and everything? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That didn't happen. It was a little <laughs> tiny. It's okay. Little yeah, a little gym water bottle. Yeah. Um, but anyways. Uh yeah, but <clears throat> what I was saying, like you said that you said that I feel like have butterflies and imposter syndrome until after I'm done and I'm editing or when I'm typing the show notes and stuff, the mm-hmm. description and stuff. I don't feel like that's accurate because that's why I said you're close, and then I never said what you're what I was talking about. Yeah. But what I was talking about was like back in the racing days, like you get you get the 
on the line butterflies, like before the gate drop butterflies. Mm-hmm. You're sitting on the line and you got the butterflies. And, you know, the 30 second butterflies, you, the card girl turns the card, the 30 second board sideways, walks off the track. And then you're sitting there and you're just like, Clutch in first gear, revving it out, waiting for that gate to drop, staring at it. Everybody just screaming their motor, and then all of a sudden, gate drop. And the second you see that gate drop, your heart is racing, pounding, and you're staring at that thing with the clutch pulled in, with the throttle half twisted, and you're just like, the second you see that gate flinch and you dump that clutch, butterflies completely gone 100 percent. you're in action mode you're in the moment Mm -hmm. you live for that moment that's what you're doing you have butterflies because you're anxious about starting Mm -hmm. and once you're acting because you you can't do anything about your emotions and your feelings you you, before you start Mm -hmm. there's nothing you can do about your feelings you're sitting with them in the unknown waiting for that moment that moment comes and you go Mm-hmm. And now you can act those feelings out and butterflies are gone because you're in control yeah. and you're going and you're driving. And that's how it is with this podcast. I get butterflies before I turn the mics on. The second those mics fire up and I hit that record button, we're going right now. Zero butterflies. It's beforehand. And that's what I was trying to imply to you. That's what I figured it was like for you is when you're driving up or you're talking to them, meeting them or whatever, you're hauling your makeup bag in. You got the butterflies, but the second you dunk that brush into the foundation, I would have. I, I just imagined that your butterflies went away because you were in action mode. You were, yeah. you were going, but it's different for every person. I mean, I guess it does. It's not as intense. Like I feel like it does fizzle away a little bit because I am in the moment and I am <clears throat> um, doing my work. But on the other hand, I still feel like I'm making sure everything's perfect and I'm like. Like yeah. thinking, yeah, you know, because maybe it's more of like I don't know. I feel like it's more of an in thought thing of, yep. Are do the eyes match? Is one a little bit darker than the other? Yep. How do I? There's, she's got a bruise. What should I cover it up with? Yeah. Like you yeah. know, where it's it's more that making sure. Because also when it comes to makeup, if you use one wrong product with another product, it can mess up the whole look. So yeah. you have to be very selective. Yeah, you're with so what smart. You do. Same with color. <laughs> yeah, you're so smart. And it's the same with golf too. I mean, you'd be sitting at the first tee and they'd be calling calling names up. Everybody's around, coaches from all the schools, all the parents and all the whoever else is standing around watching and people scouting for colleges and they're all standing there staring at you as they call your name. Brody Fry from Prairie Ridge High School. And you go up there and and then you just find your spot and everybody's staring at you. And golf is, it's intimidating because you got to stand up onto the platform, basically the tee box and everybody's staring up at you and you stick, you find a spot stick because they're watching you plan and they're going to judge everything you plan. You stick that tee in the ground, set that ball on there. It rolls off and you embarrass the fuck out of yourself. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) That's happened before though. You get ready and you set the ball on the tee and then you step away and the ball rolls off the tee and it's like, fuck, everybody's staring at you. But anyways. That's just life. And you get it ready, and then all of a sudden, everybody's... So what? Everybody's... Yeah, exactly. So what? You stare... Everybody's staring at you. You 
look at your shot and you're in, you're in, you're like waiting and you're anxious and you got the butterflies because you're trying to plan. Cause now you got the butterflies, but you're also trying to plan. It's a brain game. It's such a mental game. It's tough. And then you, cause now you got to fight the butterflies, but plan on top of fighting off the butterflies. Then you set up for your shot, you're lined up and you're staring down at the ball and you got these massive heart pounding butterflies. And then the second you move your club back, you swing your arm back and butterflies gone it's action time and you follow through and knock that ball right down the center of the fairway yeah fuck yeah or you hook it out of bounds and then you got to do it again right there in front of everybody (laughs) just kidding but it's awesome same with pool too because that's a that's another brain game where you you go up to the table everybody's staring at you even all the people that aren't playing just at the bar they're staring at you and you're more vulnerable because now they're watching you process. Where like racing dirt bikes, it's everybody goes at once yeah. and nobody can pick you out. But you're gol- when you're golfing, everybody's staring at you only for you to make one shot. Yeah. When you're shooting pool, everybody's staring. You're the only one there. Everybody's staring at you and they're watching you process and plan mm-hmm. for one shot. And they can see what you're planning and what you're planning for your next shot and the next shot and you're planning two, three, four shots ahead mm-hmm. and they can see what you're planning and everybody's going to be looking at you like, why is he doing that? Well, sometimes you hear whispers about that when you're trying to shoot, like, why is he aiming for that one? And then you start second guessing yourself. Yeah. And it's all a brain game. It's crazy. It is. But it builds, it builds strength and endurance and toughness and confidence in yourself because you learn to trust yourself. You learn to know what you think is right. Same with putting when you're golfing. You, it's that first, you start, you second guess yourself because that happens all the time in golf. When you have that line, you look at, you look at the putt and you know exactly what you got to do. You know exactly where you got to aim. You know the exact speed. You set the arrow on the ball. Sometimes people use an arrow on the ball. Sometimes people just set the ball down. But either way, you stand behind the ball, look at it, and you think, all right, I got it. You go up to the ball, right before you hit it, you're staring at it, and you're like, nah, that's not right. And then you turn a half inch to the left, hit it, and then you miss it on the high side, or you miss it on the low side, or whatever. And it's like, fuck, if I didn't turn that half inch, I w- my first judgment was right. And it always is. Yeah. It always is. But you learn. You learn to... You learn to know to trust yourself. You build confidence in yourself. Yeah. Through those brain games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you learn not to, you learn to focus. You learn to not let all the noise in the background of other people talk you out of what you already knew. And this goes back to being the main character. You got to learn to, especially when you're driven with a goal in mind. When you want to get somewhere in your life, if you want to be aimless and not get anywhere in your life and complain about everything under the sun, fine. Do that. That's totally fine. If that's how you want to spend your life. But if you have a goal and dreams and you actually want to achieve them in your lifetime, you learn to drown that out. Mm-hmm. And you learn to focus in. And you learn to know what you want and follow that first initial thought. Your first assessment is always the right one. And enough times failing you learn that don't adjust don't listen to the voices in the background don't listen to those second voices don't listen to the people second guessing you or judging you 
And most of the time, it's the closest people around you. I don't know if that's because those voices are the loudest or if they're, or if it's because you trust them and you put the most weight on their opinions because friends and family, family's opinions mean more to you. Maybe that's why they're the loudest in your head. Maybe that's why they have so much weight to you. But you got to learn to drown that out when you know what's right for you because only you know what's right for you. Yeah. And that's being the main character. But you can't be selfish either. You can't, don't set goals that are in a, what is that? Like a, what's the word? Like a, you know, superstitious, uh, not superstitious, but uh, what is that other word? Fucking, I can't remember the other word. Super, it's like superstition? I, I think it, I don't remember, but superficial. Oh, <laughs> like a okay. su superficial goals and stuff. I was like that. wondering if it was yeah. like a word that was related, like meaning wise, no, or if no, it sounded like it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, superficial goals. Don't do. Don't set superficial goals because that then you're you're going down the path, and that's where people take that the wrong way, and that's where I'm sure the stuff you hear on social media is coming from. Superficial yeah. goals that are pointless and meaningless and make you seem like an arrogant asshole. That's not what I'm talking about. You have a, a purpose and a drive and a goal that means something and provides value to other people and people can look up to you and people can learn from you and you can provide a service or a product or something for people to use and better their lives. Then your goal is meaningful. Yeah. I'm sorry, this is... Thank you. I love you. Love you. This is a long episode. This is going to be my longest bonus episode, I think. Really? But I love you so much. You are oh, so smart. I'm about to snap this. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> uh, not another freaking smelling salts from the Halloween party episode. <laughs> Don't listen to that episode. I embarrassed the shit of myself. No. Literally the night before but I almost took it down. Everyone said it was their favorite episode. A lot of people did, but I so embarrassed myself. No, you did don't push that again. Oh my goodness. You literally did on that episode. It says don't push. Oh, what? You're not supposed to? Well, you're supposed to to use it. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Oh my goodness, you. I don't know why I still have it sitting here. I don't know why you do oh, either. It's not used. So I was so pushing funny. it. Uh huh. But, I keep uh, yawning over here. I love you so much. Yeah, I embarrassed the shit out. out of myself. And I almost took that episode down the night before. And then I just didn't. I contemplated too long and ran out of time, and then next thing you know, it was up. So what? <laughs> so what? You're right. Great way to end this. Fist bump. You rock. Katie France, you're so freaking smart. I'm so proud of you, and uh, I'm so excited for your master class. Everybody check that out. Website's in the show notes, so check that out also. At the very least, click on the link and look at her website. Just give it a... Give I it made up. it myself. Yeah, she made it herself. All by myself. Check it out. Check out her services. She's amazing. She does great work. She's incredible. Super talented. And uh, I love you so much. Thank you for hopping on the Mind Hiking Podcast. Thank you for having me. Oh, also, I have my podcast, the Living Confidently Podcast. Yes, yes. She has started season, season two. two. Yeah, and it's amazing. Season two, every Thursday. Check it out. It's amazing. Yes. Thank on you. a non-Mind Hiking Podcast day, so... Yep. Fills in the gap. Yeah, fills in the gap. So when when you're still 
looking for more podcasts, but the Mind Hiking Podcast, you know, you're all you're all caught up. You listen to Wednesday's bonus episode. Mm-hmm. Thursday rolls around, and you're like, "What do I listen to?" Now you got something every Thursday. Well, bam! Living Confidently podcast by Katie France. Yes. Check it out. Mm-hmm. All right. I love you. I love you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in, and peace out. out.